the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of food. food. First, Lay's just released chips that taste like Doritos Cool Ranch, Funyuns, and Cheetos. I'm wondering if they're gluten-free because that could be really fun for people who can't have gluten. Cool Ranch Doritos. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, if you're because gluten, gluten? potatoes are gluten free. Okay. So if you can kind of get the taste of a Dorito Cool Ranch in a potato chip, they didn't give that angle, but that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, because I know lots of people that have to be gluten free. Second, next time you go on a coffee run to Dunkin', you can get some dog toys for your furry friend, (laughs) like a donut squeaky toy or a coffee cup that dispenses treats. (laughs) And finally, in the world of food, why in the world are people dipping Oreos into salsa? It's all the rage on TikTok. Some people love the sweet, spicy combo. Others, brave enough to taste it, thinks it's disgusting. Yeah. It pretty much lost me at all the rage on TikTok. <laughs> right then I went, oh, this isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> I almost ran out and got some Oreos and salsa for us yesterday. Uh, and then I was like, I don't think I can do it. I wouldn't. Mm, I don't think I can taste ugh. it. Coming up, could you go an entire day without looking at a single screen? How about you? Could you go an entire day without looking at a screen? Doesn't it feel almost impossible? I, mean, I have four active screens in front of me right yeah. now just to do my job. We have one, two, three, four. We have seven, eight screens just here in the radio studio right now. Uh, we look at a screen to turn off the alarm when we first wake up, often read the Bible off the screen that is our phone, and then switch to staring at a computer for work or school. 73% of us can't imagine an entire 24 hours without looking at a single screen. That's zombelievable. <laughs> How glued are we to our screens exactly? The average adult spends six hours a day staring mm. at a screen. And it's even worse now that so many people are working from home. Because at least at the office, your eyes got a break when you run down the hall or look up at a coworker. Mm-hmm. But at home, there's really, unless your kids need something in their home, there's nothing, no reason to look up. I, I know someone who got married uh, last weekend and they said the best thing the bride and groom did was they put away their phones for the entire day. Nice. Didn't take a single picture, didn't take a video. And they said it changed the whole, like they got to live in the moment Yeah. Do and that, let other um, people take the next pictures. Next time you go to a restaurant, lock your, like put your phone in your glove compartment, lock the glove, don't leave it out where someone can see it, but leave it in the car mm-hmm. and see how much better the conversation is in the restaurant. And you will go to grab for your phone a couple of times. You'll, oh, that's right. I left it in the car. But I do that when we go to restaurants. And uh, church. I don't take it in the church with me either. I just don't even want that temptation there. And I don't want to be the guy who in the middle of the sermon, my phone starts ringing. (laughs) That's embarrassing. Have you ever gotten on a uh, email list like yet? Oh, I can get 10% off of this order. All Mm -hmm. I have to do is subscribe to the email list. I'm the king of that. And the trouble comes sometimes when you try to unsubscribe. Uh Let's talk about that next. So I am the undisputed king of if I'm looking for something online, shopping, and they say, oh, 
subscribe to our list and get 10% off. I'm in. Mm-hmm. No problem. I'll do anything. Save a little money. Yeah, save a little money. I'll Absolutely, I'll sign up. Um, so you do that like two, three hundred times and your your inbox is clogged oh, no. with not, and most of the places you never ordered from you know what i mean because they put that little discount offer right up front before you even start scrolling through their fabulous items so you wind up subscribing to stuff that you never buy from and and it, it's kind of a pain to unsubscribe you got to go all the way to the bottom of the email read that really small print to find unsubscribe but i've found even after that that's when the trouble starts they, they they say one click unsubscription, but when you get there, it's like please take a moment to tell us why you're unsubscribing. Oh yeah, and then when you do that, then they'll send you another email. As a customer service outreach, we really would like to know what what it was. Would you like to receive emails less frequently? And you mm-hmm. just want to be like, no, just stop. Yeah. I just unsubscribed. Why are you why are you sending me more now? And then I think I think when you unsubscribe, they then sell you your email address <gasps> no. to like 50 really? other people. I think Ugh. it's probably like automatic and you wind up getting more emails from the one that you subscribe to. Can you tell this just I happened to me? Un- <laughs> yeah. I unsubscribe from one of those box services where you get a box a quarter, mm-hmm. four times a year. Yeah. And they still send me emails trying to lure me back. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not coming back. You're not Sorry. Gonna, you're you're going to be on their list forever. I'm just wondering why is unsubscribe not not a done deal. Capitol Hill, this is something we would all agree on. When you click unsubscribe, that means unsubscribe. You want no future contact at all. Plus, I might want to unsubscribe so I can resubscribe and get 10% off again. Do you know my <laughs> sister has a distinct email address all for that stuff? No kidding. Yeah, just the junk. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. Hey, Virgil, it's Kevin and Taylor. What's going on? The um, happened to unsubscribe because I've been going through that for the past two weeks. And my <laughs> inbox got to where I had over 10,000 unread messages. And, and, and I get like 300 a day. No kidding. Yeah, and you know, you know what else? I'm now getting, hey, come back and get 20% off. And I'm like, why didn't you give me that the first time <laughs> instead of just 10%? Know, right? <laughs> of course you want to be your child's biggest cheerleader and supporter in life. But did this mom take it a little too far? Uh, okay, so the kids, they, you know, they set up a lemonade stand in the front yard. They're so excited. They're going to make some money, mm-hmm. sell some lemonade, and maybe some cookies. And um, cars just started driving right by. So mom... Like not stopping? You mean yeah, they, they weren't no stopping. stopping? Okay. So mom created a roadblock <laughs> so cars were forced to stop. She was very upset about the fact that she had to do this and went and expressed her outrage on social media and said, thank you to all who showed support for the twins today. As a general rule of etiquette, for those of you who don't know, when you see children out having a lemonade stand, you stop. The lemonade probably stinks, but you stop anyway because the children are cute and they don't understand why you aren't stopping when they are clearly asking you to stop. At one point, I had to put up a barricade, forcing drivers to pull over and acknowledging my children. It should never have to come to this. Be a better citizen. And this was not from a sitcom. It sounds like the dumb fee family on Modern Family. but Can you imagine what a joy it is when you're a teacher and you find out her kids in your class. (laughs) I'm going to be the room mom. No, you know what? Position already filled. Thanks. (laughs) 
I've never heard of a mom setting up a roadblock before. That is the most, Mrs. You know, we love that show, The Goldbergs. That is the most Beverly Goldberg thing. Is it really? Ever. <laughs> Do you know anybody who's really good at encouragement? Just like being around them, they make you feel better. Or maybe it's just a total stranger gave you a little bit of encouragement and it was what you needed in that moment to really power through whatever it was you were facing. That happened to me yesterday. I have to say thank you to a really little girl that gave me some encouragement. We'll talk about it next. So sometimes encouragement will come from uh, from the most unlikely of places. Yesterday, I got some from a, a little, little girl, probably, I'm going to say kindergarten, maybe four or five years old. Um, I was riding my bike. I was doing uh, some training drills. I have a coach. His name is Tom Danielson. And, and he when, when you have a really hard training session, he sends out these videos that are like music and inspirational quotes. I was really fired up to do this workout. And honestly, I was a little nervous beforehand. I did not know if I could complete it all. I was that nervous about it. So I watch this video. I get really psyched. I start doing these drills, and it's on a a, a closed park road. Um, it's a mountain. I go to the top, back to the bottom, and I use different parts of the ride, different parts of the mountain for different uh, drills during the workout. Very hard. It's very strenuous. So I'm sweating. I'm straining. I'm about an hour, almost an hour and a half into this workout, just about done. And I don't know if I can do the last one. And I come drifting to the bottom of the hill. And while I'm doing this workout, there was a mom and her three kids. They hiked to the top and to the bottom of the mountain. Awesome. That's so so great. I love when I see kids hiking. I'm passing them the whole time that I'm going, passing them on the way up, passing them on the way down. I said hi to them a couple times, wave to the kids and stuff. And I mean, it must have shown on my face that I was just beat. I was just so tired heading into doing the last drill. I'm like, can I, the thought in my head is, can I even do this? And the tiniest of the little kids that had just hiked to the top and the bottom of this hill, they're sweating, they're drinking out of the water bottles. She goes, you're doing great. You can do it. Aw, cute. (laughs) It made me feel like a million bucks. I was like, all right, I got this. For that little kid, I can do one more drill. And I did it. So thank you, little girl, for the inspiration you gave me. And your mom must be raising you right for you to look at this tired old man and go, he needs a little encouragement. (laughs) I've, I've seen my friends look like that on the playground. He needs a little encouragement. So thank you. Believe it or not, Kev, I do have a filter when it comes to communicating with my nieces and nephews. I have 11 of them. And there's something I wanted to text all of them last night. And I sat on my hands. I refrained because I didn't know how it would come across. But you're going to tell us. I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just a minute. Well, I think this is a red letter day today, Taylor, because I, I have never known you to uh, hold back from texting your nieces and nephews with your sage advice. No, now. With your I suggestions. have a filter. Yes, because. <laughs> no, you do not. Yes, if I you, do. No, if you did, there's a giant hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've been texting them things like this for so many years that I decided that See, this, that's what this I mean. time Where is this filter? I'm not going to do it, but I have 11 nieces and nephews and yeah. I almost texted all of them at once when I heard this news, but you can use it. You can text your children and your okay. nieces and nephews if you want to be that person in their lives. Did you hear how they can get free college tuition and free books? No. 100% free. No. Just go work for Walmart or Sam's Club. And they're providing that for every single full and part-time employee. Are you serious? So I wanted to text all 11 of them go, go get a part-time job at Walmart or Sam right now and your college will be paid for. No kidding. Debt, just graduate debt-free. 
They said it's going to cost them billions and billions of dollars over the next five years. But they want to do this. And for a while there, you had to pay like a dollar a month or a dollar a semester or something for your free tuition. Now it's nothing. But they cover books, too. No kidding. Now, it's certain schools, of course. It's Mm -hmm. not just anywhere you want to go. But I thought, what a neat... Walton University. No. (laughs) They don't have... We may or may not be accredited. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's accredited schools. But I just thought... I was like... I almost jumped out of my skin when I heard the news. I was like, wow. Free tuition and free books if you're full or part-time. Because I thought they were going to say full-time only. Can I tell you how many parents right now are thinking, what... Can I go and work there and get it for my kids? Because <laughs> oh, so many parents, yeah, I don't. I think it's that person. So many parents stress over oh, how yeah. am I going to pay for my kids' college? Right. Yeah. Well, if I went and worked part time at Walmart and they were going to pay it, can I? That'd be can cool. I legacy you could it in for my kids. Yeah, I like that word. If you could yeah. pass it along to your kids, I have a feeling the answer is no. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's interesting. Well, first of all, congratulations, Taylor. Um, it shows that gro- growth is possible. And that you you have a filter now that you refrain from texting your eleven nieces and nephews. But here's what you I'm know wondering. what I'm going to do instead though is text their moms. Well, here's what I'm wondering <laughs> they, though. They can tell them you haven't had a filter with other things, right? Like you, you you would you say you've crossed the line maybe with texting them occasionally with stuff where they've been like, oh my gosh, come on, Ann Taylor. Um, one niece in particular. Yeah, I've given her um about. 10 career ideas. Okay. So she can't figure out what to do. Okay. So with something like that, where they probably rolled their eyes and were like, yeah, thanks for that. Ann Taylor. Mm -hmm. Delete. Yeah. You had no problem sending those. This is something that could benefit them tremendously. And you're not sending it. (laughs) Well, Oh no, I tried. This is the one that you should say. I have PTSD. Here's what happened. I texting syndrome (laughs) hours and hours to go to my nieces. I won't name names. So I have 11 so I can keep an an anonymity. Okay. I drove to one of their graduation parties and I remember standing in the kitchen. I said she was working at a, um, a Starbucks inside a grocery store. Okay. Well, when you do that, you're considered a grocery store employee, not not a Starbucks employee. Yet she knew how to do all the Starbucks drinks. And I Mm -hmm. said, Hey, I have an idea for you. I heard Starbucks is doing free tuition, free online tuition. Yeah. And if you just go apply down the street and work at the real Starbucks, you'll get it for free. College is free. And she said, yeah, that's not for me. I want the real college experience. Oh. She didn't want to do online. That was before the pandemic. And then everyone was online. But still. So that went over like so well that I'm kind of squeamish now. Ah. I'd say yeah. I, this one I would send. I would say, Matt, why don't you send it right now? We'll wait. Not, uh, yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> no, I, not this particular niece. I've this is the one I've offered <laughs> ten career ideas since then. <laughs> I'll send her. I'm like, you could go to school for two years and get this much money for doing this medical job. And like, every, anytime I see an article when I'm working on the show, yeah. I'll send it to her. So, but this so one, I'm. I've cut, I've cut myself off. I've done enough for you kids. No, <laughs> I've done a, enough damage. It's not appreciated. <laughs> it's just not well received from me. I think this is, but make yourself a promise. This is the last one. Even put it in the text. This is the last <laughs> time I'm going to send one of these, but, but this just seemed like such a great idea. And then of course, what what 18-year-old wouldn't jump for joy with the prospect of wearing a blue vest working at Walmart? <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> or Sam's Club. Right. But for free college tuition and free exactly. books. Mom and dad are like, put on the vest. <laughs> Go. So, Kev, I don't know if you knew this about yourself, but you have a lot in common with a cockatoos. I have never heard this before, yes, but I'm, op- um, I'm open. Let's hear it. Here's the deal. With you, ever since I've known you, since we became friends, you have this attitude of, no, no, I got this. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You don't oh, yeah. care what you have to do, but your brain will just sit there and go, oh, yeah. we'll figure it out. Well, cockatoos are the same way. These cockatoos <laughs> in Australia wanted to figure out how to get into all the yummy goodness that is inside our trash cans. Yeah. And they figured it out. Well, they did. And it takes two birds to make it happen. The bird has to pry open the lid with its beak, twist its neck sideways and hop onto the edge of the bin, hold it open with its beak or foot, walk along the rim, and finally flip the lid open. (laughs) And it takes two of them. And guess what? It's spreading amongst the cockatoo community. Words getting around. They're all teaching uh-huh. each other how to flip open the trash bins in Australia. That's it. I identify as a cockatoo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have people in your life, or maybe that you can think of that one special person? They are so good at sacrificing self in order to love others. We're going to talk about that next. So who comes to mind when you think of someone who is so self-sacrificing in order to love others it, probably a, a mom moms are really good at that to game my uh, friend, the person my i'm thinking of is my sister sarah you know kev i've talked about her she's the kindergarten teacher mm-hmm. and she always has the kevin and taylor show playing in her classroom before the kids start because she teaches at a christian school and she works her tail off during the school year and she took two full weeks of her summer And she is living with my mom and dad for two weeks and just trying to support my mom. Here's what's going on. My mom has two caregivers that just come in for about six hours a day to Mm -hmm. like give my dad a shower. He's got MS. It's kind of like he's a quadriplegic and like um, do the bathroom duty and Mm. all this stuff. Give her a break and give her just a little tiny bit of a break. Well, uh, one of her caregivers got covid we're just mortified. Poor Joy. And she feels so awful. She's got the long haul kind. She said, I can't ever come back. I won't mm. be coming back. And oh, so no. now basically my mom has help only two days a week. And so we've been praying, praying, praying. We've interviewed a million people and it's just trying to get people that it works in their schedule and that kind of stuff. It just hasn't happened. So if you could pray about that, would be great. But my sister, Sarah has gone down there and she is doing all the cooking for my mom for two full weeks. Mm. And she's not only cooking, she's putting meals in the freezer so that mom has food when she leaves. And, um, she offered to bake. She's a great baker. And so she made, my dad goes, I want something chocolate. So she made brownies and she put these really healthy muffins in the freezer and they are like good to go. But the, and now she's doing this really deep cleaning for my mom Hmm. and the way she just gave up two weeks of her life to do that for my parents. I'm just so touched by that. I'm just so moved. I keep thanking her and she's like, oh, you don't need to thank me, Taylor. This is like an honor. And I said, yeah, you are never going to look back and regret that time with mom and dad. No, no. So special. Not at all. In just a minute, we're going to talk about what happens when you tell your kids, whatever you want to name the pet, 
You pick the name. It's up to you. <laughs> so I can't wait to hear this. What could go wrong with allowing the kids to name a pet? There's got to be a goofy pet name in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. What happened? So, well, and by the way, we would love to hear from you if you've got that crazy story where you told the kids. You can pick whatever name you want for our cat or our dog. It's fine. So I was talking to my neighbor, and she was telling me a story about a bear that got on her daughter's front porch, and she didn't even know it, that she was walking around this bear. They were kind of circling this um, wraparound porch. She didn't know till later that there was a bear when she saw it on her ring video doorbell. <laughs> that she was like, and what she was doing was she was running around trying to find their cat, and she was yelling, man cake. And I went, what did you just say? <laughs> she goes, yeah, she let her six-year-old name the cat. It's man cake. And I was like, what does that even mean? What? And that's And, and I, it made me think of something like, I don't know, like from a, a movie that's not rated G or something. I'm like, what? And apparently the six-year-old said it's a character from Fortnite. There's a character named Mancake, and that is their cat's name. And so she goes to show me the video of the the bear, which was very intriguing. But I said, oh, there's no audio. I wanted to hear your daughter yelling, Mancake, where are you? Because the bear is probably like, I'm in. Where is it? I'd like some Mancake. So I, it made me crack up because I, that's what happened. I mean, you tell your kid, you can name the pet whatever they want. You better be ready to use that name forever. So what did your kid name yeah, the pet? You got a weird name? Let us know about it. Hey, Tracy, we're talking about crazy names that we give to our pets. Do you have a good one for us? I do. We had a stray cat on our porch about four years ago that we took in, a little gray kitten. Aww. And our son was at the time about seven. And named the cat Zuzu. Z-U-Z-U. Do you know where he got that name? We have no idea. <laughs> That's cute. It I like Zuzu. came out of his mouth. Zuzu Kitty. So, that, that was cat number three, and we now are up to seven. Whoa. And my wow. daughter named the recent two kittens Window and Sink. <laughs> and she is 15. Okay, she actually I, just turned 16. I have news for you, Tracy. You have now crossed into crazy cat lady land. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, I get, I get told that on a regular basis. And the mama cat to the two kittens is now pregnant. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's going to keep going. You got to name the... Yes. If, if it's a boy and girl kitten, you have to name them Kevin and Taylor. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> you guys are all we listen to all the time. Did you know that you may be sitting on more money than you didn't even realize you had? No, it's not a rich aunt or uncle. It is unused gift cards no kidding do you have any kev i think i might have some with like 20 cents on them or (laughs) something like that i have so many gift cards i haven't used a recent survey revealed the average american has 116 dollars in gift card spending power wow they haven't even touched 73 percent of us have been holding on to those gift cards for more than a year and many times they never get spent there are tons of websites that will offer you cash for them, often 89%, 80 to 90% of their value. Hmm. And my idea that helps me is keep your gift card in your wallet or at least in your car. Yeah. You're way more likely to spend it if you have if it you with have you. It. Yeah. And uh, plus, it's just kind to of the person who gave it to you. 
Because it's not really a gift until you spend it. Mm-hmm. Like you and your wife, Tracy, sent me, it's some kind of text that I have to dig out of my phone. I don't even know where it is, but it's for a restaurant near my house. Yeah. And we haven't gone yet. And I'm like, I got to figure out where that text is. Like, wow. I don't even know where it is on my phone. Well, you're welcome. Well, I can't wait to, every time we drive by it, I go, we got to try that place. We have that gift card from Kevin and Tracy. No, you can't find it. I think you have a couple of restaurant gift cards I've given you and Tracy you haven't gone to either. No, we've used them. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. All of them? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, well, we okay. A, you didn't say anything, so I thought maybe you had to balance gone. on one of them. Um, but, yeah, but we've been. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I need to go to the one you gave me. Let me see if I, our, I'll try right house, now to dig out the text. Our house, no gift card left behind. Good. That's smart. Are you a big fan of uh, when they make remakes of movies, Taylor? Not usually. I don't. My husband can't stand remakes of songs. Oh, okay. It's like almost I like, like those. I have somebody has a good different him. take on it, but yeah. movies, not so much, especially if the first one was iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a movie that they're not making, um, they're not making, the, they're not redoing it, but it's a decades later, here's how the story keeps going. See if you're going to hmm. be interested in this one or okay. not. Okay. Okay, so uh, remakes of movies, we're not big fans of those. Would you like it when they do like part one and part two? I know a lot of people are, are looking forward to Top Gun. I can't wait for the that The new one coming out. Well, there's one from that era. Now, they've done a remake of this one, and I think they did it too, talking about Ghostbusters. They did a Ghostbusters yeah, too. Yeah, they did an all-women And cast. they did an all-women remake. Uh-huh. Well, now there's another one in the Ghostbusters saga coming out. Who are you going to call? It's called Ghostbusters Afterlife. And it's about the these kids. Their grandfather apparently is one of the original Ghostbusters, and he, all he leaves them is this abandoned old mansion in this really small town. And the kids discover all of his old ghost busting equipment and hijinks and nonsense. You know, mm. come come about from the kids digging yeah. out all this old stuff. But- Do you think you'd be inter- just on that premise mm. interested or no? I don't think so. I mean, I didn't ever even watch the all women cast one and I usually want to cheer on my fellow females, but I just wasn't interested. But you taught me why they do this. And I think it's fascinating. It's they want to find things that already own mental landscape. And so it's so much easier to market a movie that's take two or a remake because you're like, oh, yeah, Ghostbusters. I know that. Who are you going to call? So I well, thought think about that's that story without the Ghostbusters connection. They could have done it, right? Probably. And then yeah. people would have been like, meh. But Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. oh, it's, 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 it's Bill Murray's grandkids. Okay. There you go. You know how everywhere nationwide, I guess it's worldwide, there's a shortage of employees. Like right. Everyone yeah. is just mm-hmm. begging people to come work. Yeah. Well, that is affecting the hospitality industry in a fascinating way. I'll tell you about it next. So I don't know about you, but I've been trying to uh, plan a little getaway and it's almost impossible to find a hotel room at a decent price. And when you get into the more decent, decent price of the hotel room, the reviews are like, oh, there's mold in the shower. There was this, there was that. (laughs) So problem is nationwide, there is an employee shortage for restaurants, hotels, like Mm. every industry, you name it. They're begging people to come work there. So guess what's happening? There is going to be a nationwide campaign to get people to enter the hospitality world. And it's so bad right now that general managers of hotels, like they're the, usually the men and women in the business attire, yeah. walking around mm-hmm. with the white glove Making sure inspections. Okay. They are themselves cleaning rooms and cooking breakfasts. No kidding. That's how desperate hotels are uh. for employees right now. 
Okay, so if your kids are heading back to school soon and maybe they're a little nervous, like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know if I'm going to like my teacher. I don't know if I'm going to have a friend. Who am I going to sit with, with lunch at lunch? Um, this is pretty cool. Nutella has special labels and they're by grade. So you can buy like a fifth grade jar of Nutella, huh. eighth grade jar. And then you can also even go to the extreme of a customizing the label, like with your child's name on it. No kidding. They teach you how to print it out. So it could just be something fun and cute to put a smile on their face for that first day of school. they have a mom and dad jar? <laughs> you can make one. <laughs> yeah, I, I have lots of friends that hide Nutella from their children. <laughs> Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.